Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. You know, in the past, I've talked to you about who you are. There are several podcasts that we talk about that type of subject, who you think you are, who God says you are, who your friends and neighbors think you are. I'm not talking about the names they call you when you leave your trash can out too long. I'm talking about who they really think you are. This week, I want to tell you a quick story and just give you a little bit of encouragement. Now, I'm not going to mention anybody's name in this because I don't want to bring attention to that person that did what I'm about to tell you. Not because it was bad. It was actually very, very good. But a lot of people know who this is, and I really don't want to put them in the position of having to answer questions about it. So here's what happened one day. It's been several years ago. We were out to eat with a family. And toward the end of the meal, my friend said, hey, I've got to go pick up a suit. Would you like to go with me? So sure. So we get in the car and we go pick up a suit and he'd had it tailored to make it look right and all this kind of stuff. And uh, while we were there, I thought, I am going to try on a couple of these suits. Well, the place was nice as far as uh, doing the changes and all the tailoring that he needed, but the suits they carried weren't of very high quality. And I made a comment about that. And the suit that he was having tailored uh, wasn't one that he had bought there. So we get back out to the car and he said, you know what? I think you need a new suit. Now he's talking to me. And this was during one of the periods of my life where I didn't have a whole lot of money. There wasn't a whole lot of cash in the kitty, if you catch my drift. So he said, well, don't worry about that. Let's go over to Filene's basement. So we come out of where we were having the suit altered. And we take a left-hand turn instead of a right. Well, Filene's was to the right. I'm like, you're going the wrong direction. He said, no, no, I'm going to go to Easton instead. So I'm thinking, boy, I really can't afford this, but I'll go look, you know, play, play along in the home game. So we go down to Easton, and I'm thinking, yeah, there's some pretty nice stores here, but we walk into Nordstrom's. Now, if you know anything about Nordstrom's, you know they ain't cheap. They got great stuff, but they're not cheap. So we go into the suit department, and uh, I said, oh, while we're here, I want to show you these shoes I've been wearing. I think you'll really, really like this brand, and I want you to see them. They're called Allen Edmonds, and they're a nice brand. They fit my feet well, but they're also not cheap. Well, I'm thinking in the back of my head, I don't have extra money to buy a suit today, but I'll try one on again. I wanted to please this person. And so we went over to the suit department and tried this really nice tan suit on it. Oh man, did it feel good. It draped well, and it was going to be easy to fix for me. And it had nice cloth and it was made well. And it was a Hart Schaffner and Mark suit. And if you know anything about them, they're off the rack suits. And this has been years ago were six or seven hundred dollars so i try it on and the guy goes you know what you could use a shirt with this too so i'm already thinking okay this is six or seven hundred dollars the shirt here that i like and that he picked out for me was another hundred bucks i'm thinking oh my gosh how am i going to afford all this and then he said oh and show me those shoes you were talking about too so we walk over there and there were several pairs of shoes and he said boy i really like those those would go well with that suit. Well, those shoes at that time cost 250 bucks. 
And now I'm going, oh my gosh, you can feel the tension in my voice even today of going, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. I don't want to spend it. So we go back over. He picked out a couple of pieces of clothing for himself. And he said, well, put it all up on the counter, which kind of shocked me. And I'm thinking, I really can't afford this. And he whipped out his credit card and paid for all of it. All of it. The shoes, the suit, the shirt, and his stuff. And it was over $1,300 worth of stuff. So I'm very humbled by it. I had learned by this time that to be a good giver, you have to be a good receiver. You can't say no to things when people try to give them to you, unless they're giving them to you for an ulterior motive. But this guy, I knew him, and I knew he could do it. It wasn't like I was going to break the bank with him. And I said, well, thanks. And as he was putting my suit and his clothing in the car, he said, you just need to know how much your heavenly father loves you. Man, I've never forgotten that lesson. And maybe that's a lesson or a comment or something you needed to hear today. You know, there are days that we go by and we're thinking, oh, I don't know how I'm going to make it through the day or the week, how I'm going to get things done. You see, those come from those thoughts and those fears and those things that we deal with from time to time come from your attitude about yourself and your attitude about your Heavenly Father. You know, I talk quite a bit about spiritual applications here on this program because every job you do and everything you do should have a spiritual application to it. It should be able to be marked in some way that this is from God or this has been blessed by him. So I know when I got that suit, which is still up in my closet today, I never forget how that came. I never do. And it was one of the first lessons I had that I recognized in how good God was. You know, the Bible says that it is the goodness of God that brings men to repentance. So often in our culture and in our society, especially in Christian society, we tend to want to tell people how they're wrong. Well, that's not what the Bible says to do. The Bible does not say to correct people. Did you know that? And I know there's some people listening to this program that may not be believers, and they're probably like, yeah, but Christians are all the time telling people how to live. Right. And now here's where that gets into a problem, is that you cannot disciple somebody, you cannot teach them about the goodness of God by telling them to change their ways first. Now, there have been people who've done that all my life. I've noticed it. I've seen people doing that all my life. And I'm like, but you can't do it that way. It cannot be done that way because when you do it that way, you're just pushing them off. Now, that doesn't mean you don't tell them the truth if they ask you a genuine, honest question. So is this right? Is this wrong? Well, according to what I believe, this is what it says, and this is what what God's standard is. For instance, do you know the greatest commandment in the Bible? Jesus said the greatest commandment was to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. The second, he says, is like unto it, and that is love your neighbor as yourself. Well, now the first one we can really try to do. We can love the Lord our God with all our heart and all our soul and all our might. The second one we get backwards a lot of times, and that is love your neighbor as yourself, not more than yourself. You know why I think Jesus said it that way? I think he said it that way because he knew if we could ever get to the standard of loving somebody else as much as we loved ourselves— Because don't forget, Jesus was a master of human nature. If we can ever get to the standard of loving our neighbors as much as we love ourselves, it'd be a really good world. 
because we're not going to try to harm ourselves. We're not going to do that. But you know what we do? We either put ourselves above other people or we put other people above anything for us. So this day that this guy dropped $1,000 on a suit and pair of shoes for me was a mind-bending experience for me. And you know why? Because I, I didn't realize somebody could do that, that God would like to give to me like that. Because the guy is a fellow Christian, and I've watched him for years, and he's still that way. But he makes a lot of money, so he wanted to spend it that way. So what? Now, you probably thought when you first started hearing the story, well, it's nice, must be nice. Did you know that if you have that attitude about something, whether it's at work, in your spiritual life, wherever it is, must be nice, means that you can't have it. That's right. It means that you cannot have that. Now, why is that? It's because you don't appreciate what somebody else has gotten. You know, other people are going to get things from time to time that you think you deserve. That's right. They are. And a sign of your maturity is going to be, are you willing to say good for them or it must be nice? See the difference in the attitude? Good for them is like, man, I'm glad that they got that for two reasons. First of all, it means I could too. And it also means that I appreciate the blessing God has brought into their lives. But when I say it must be nice, it means, first of all, I don't think I'm worth it. And secondly, I don't think God would do that for me. You know, your heavenly father says he loves you. Your heavenly father says that it's the goodness, his goodness, that brings men to repentance. So the next time you feel like yelling at somebody, don't. Ask the Lord. Pray about it and say, how can I, instead of yelling at that person, how can I be kind to them? How can I show them who you really are? Because God's not a hard taskmaster. If he is in your life, I'd love to talk to you about it. It's important to me that you begin to understand that God really loves you. He's your heavenly father. And you may not have had a good relationship with your father here on earth, but he wants a good relationship with you. God does. And the picture that the enemy has painted of him is a hard taskmaster. He's mean. He wants to harm you. That's not true. That's not my experience. I don't see him wanting to harm me. I've made mistakes and had to pay for them myself in the past because I've made mistakes, not because God's going, I'm going to show you. It's not how it works. So again, if you ever have any questions about anything that I talk about on the show, my email is terry at quizthediz.com. I would appreciate it if you'd take a minute or two and make a comment wherever you get your podcasts, whether you get it from Podcast Addict or Apple Podcasts, wherever you are, rate us, make a comment, and please let other people know about the Quiz That Is podcast. Well, we'll be back next week with another great question, another great comment, I hope. <laughs> Until then, you have a great week. The Quiz That Is podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Our website is quizthediz.com, or you can reach us at 614-382-2582. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz The Diz. Quiz The Diz.